You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Because <laughs> I needed to know how to spell what that. What you should have done is looked up the words to Instruments of Destruction, so you wouldn't have been wrong two weeks in a row. You know what? I still stand by it. I listen to it. It's, it sounds like he's saying power but play. Are you singing while you're listening to it? I learned from the Olympics that a power play is actually a thing. Are you singing? Well, a power play is a thing. I know. That's what but I'm saying. It makes yeah, perfect no, it makes You more had to sense watch the Olympics to know this. Tools of foul play. Yeah, because they're doing dastardly deeds. Uh, done dirt cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so this is the editing bay on oh. the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. <laughs> Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Honestly, after last week, I was going to like try to not do the intro the entire episode. And just piss me. And it <laughs> I would have had to stop Your five OCD. minutes. Like, when like, are you going Joe, to open Joe, the show? Joe, but who are we? How do I but, know but when to edit? <laughs> this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. Sometimes they're good movies. No matter what the case, we will watch a movie every week and then come back here and talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, who can always talk back to us uh, no matter when you're listening to this podcast, no matter which podcast it is. Talk back to us on Facebook and let us know your thoughts. Uh, just go to Facebook in the search bar, put in the Editing Bay, it's going to bring up an image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. Uh, and that's where you could talk back to us and give us your suggestions for movies that we could watch in the future. Um, so this week was Joel's pick. and uh, Kind of. It was a team effort, I like to think. <laughs> it was a team effort, and it took all of us working as a team to lose this one. <laughs> uh, no, but because it's back to school time. Mm-hmm. Everybody, well, at least here in Texas. That's right. People have gone back to school. Traffic got worse. I figured out where all of the uh, uh, school zones are in my oh, wait, new your neighborhood. Your new neighborhood. Congratulations, mm-hmm. too, by the way. Well, thank you. Thank you. I don't know if we've talked about that on here. We have not yet. No. I don't want people to know where I live. Guys, Joel's moved, and he now lives. <laughs> if you're looking for him, if you want to deliver some like explosive packages. <laughs> it's a van down by the river, actually. Uh, actually, it's a beautiful home. Well, thanks. Yeah. Tudor style, they it's call a it. Really, it's a Tudor style. Really nice house. I like it. Uh, and uh, Sarah and I were in the the neighborhood one day we knew like yeah, convenient kind of around there and we were, that. we were like hey uh we want to take a look at your house well we wanted to creep by and take a look we're kind of in the market we're looking so, as uh, well creep. oh yeah and so we wanted to kind of creep around and see mm. what what kind of house you guys had uh because you just showed us the pictures and there's only so much you could tell from the pictures so we wanted to see it in person mm-hmm. luckily you know you guys said sure that's okay <laughs> come take a look at it we're moving stuff in uh, and it's gorgeous, man. Thanks, man. It's, it's really fun. cool. It's cute. It's quaint. Jenna picked a good house. All of our yeah, <laughs> she did. You know what? That fucking sucks because like I was looking, I was I was I've been diligent on those those apps, those house apps because like the market is so hot around here. Like the minute a house goes on the market, uh, like if you don't see it, you know that day, like the, the average uh, time I think is like between three and seven days before wow. houses go off the market. So it's like I got in the habit of checking in the morning, checking at noon. Checking in supper time. <laughs> I thought you were about to go Truman Show on me. Checking in the morning, checking in the evening. Um, and um, oh, I just got that Truman Show. That's right. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We talk about movies, Joel. I know, I forgot, but I forgot what the line was on that. I'm mm. in my own head. Um, and zombie. I'd been looking for. <laughs> I'd been looking for like weeks, 
And then Jenna gets on the app, and like one morning, I'm in the middle of a meeting, so I, I can't check. And that's the one day that she uh, finds the I house. So your words are truer than she thinks. <laughs> he's like, could you tell from my finger quotes? Joel's, Joel's, Joel's like, Jenna, I'm I got sorry. a meeting. I'm what taking a meeting in the bathroom. Meeting. Very important meeting. I'm in a very important meeting. No matter what kind of noises you hear coming out of that bathroom, I'm a businessman. I'm very important. I do very important business. So Guys, yeah. I, I wrote I wrote a pilot to a web series, oh, and like, there's a character based on Joel, and he does. Is it really? Thing. All he says is business. He's like a Pokemon. He just says business. What's going on? Is your businessman's home? He's ready I'm to Groot. do some business. I'm the yeah, Groot of you businessman. Are the Groot, the Groot of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but it's a beautiful house. Well, thanks. Uh, and uh, it's big, big house with lots and lots of trees. Motherfucker, big, so big now, house. Now the hunt is on. <laughs> like the, oh yeah. The, the 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 atmosphere here is like we need to find out. Well. <laughs> That's the dueling banjos. Guys from Deliverance. In fact, get your family together, get the little ones, gather on the TV, and watch the holiday classic Deliverance. It's about Santa delivering presents. Starring Angelina Jolie's father. And the guy from Boogie Nights that wasn't Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, that's it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's right. Fucking idiot. Uh, Yeah, Deliverance, guys. Watch that. It's a great family film. Uh, Never seen it. Have you never seen Deliverance? No, because everything I know about it is horrible. By the way, guys, Deliverance, not a family film. (laughs) Don't watch it. That's like, you know, what I I tell people people like, hey, do you know a good romantic movie we could watch? And I'm like, Last Tango in Paris. (laughs) You don't want to watch that movie. Oh, my God. Don't don't watch that movie. That's not a good date. How about The Breakup? The Breakup. (laughs) Jesus. Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Guess what that movie's about? Coming soon to (laughs) an Editing Bay podcast. Um, Okay. So, yeah, the kids are back in school. And Mm. so we wanted to do a movie that kind of honored that the 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 school the school film what 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 would we call this the the teen romance comedy genre yeah that's exactly what it is kind of like the 90s version of john hughes oh yeah yeah or wanted to be anyway uh, well uh, okay so <laughs> there was this movie that came out in what what was this 1990, 1999 19, this was 1999 yes it was all right back. Uh, a little movie starring freddie prince jr and rachel lee cook and f- fucking everybody else and, yeah dude when you're watching this movie you're like holy shit there's it holy fuck there's it is an all-star I cast. I've got a shit ton of notes that all start with, hey, it's... That and then guy. dot, dot, dot. It's this person. <laughs> um, but we're talking about 1999's She's All That. That's right. From Miramax. Now, I had never seen this film. Because I had neither. I was a little probably too old for it, right? Well, we were Although, little, I, I don't know if we were too old for it, but yeah, because, it's definitely not in like our wheelhouse, you no, and I. No, no. It was, it was a little more tweener. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't really... I don't know that it was aimed towards us. I don't remember it being marketed towards me. And yet, however, the same year, Can't Hardly Wait comes out. And you, you and I was all Can't over Hardly that Wait. shit. I love yeah. that movie. Um, I don't know why. There's a weird thing about this flick, this flick that... Um, I'm stuttering. Uh, <laughs> that, okay, so Jay, who used to be on the Epic Gladiators, mm-hmm. you know, best friend, uh, Harper's godfather. Great guy. He, um, he used to own this movie on VHS. And whenever I'd go over to his place and hang out and like, you know, we're talking like the late 90s was my total slacker period. Mm -hmm. I was I was just leaving the law firm, working at the radio station, and we'd go and like hang out uh, over at his place and Mm. do like, you know, what just freaking overnight video gaming and shit. Ah. And so I'd like go through his entertainment center and look at the movies he has because I'm a cinephile. I love fucking movies. I love to see what other people have. Uh, and I judge them based on the movies. <laughs> I that do they own. too. Oh my god! If people knew uh-huh. the houses I went into, and so 
Oh, I interesting. Would... You have a Titanic on Blu-ray. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Well, and so here we go. Like, I'd open up, and he had a VHS copy of She's All That. What year is this now? This We're talking 1999, so 2000. Like he got it as soon as it yeah, came out. Yeah, once on it came out. And so I'd always give him shit. I'm like, Jay, what the fuck is this with this She's All That? He's like, dude. And it was never opened. Like, he never oh, really? opened it. It was he a was collectible. Like, he was like, dude, it's just, I got it for Christmas. He didn't want to devalue his, it. His aunt got it for him for Christmas. And he's like, yeah, I've never. And every time I see it, I go, Jay, what fucking she's all that. <laughs> like, every time I open up his VHS cabinet, like, boom, this cover, like, just fwank. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Meanwhile, there's, like, Stargate, Star Wars, you know, Star Trek. If it weren't actually unopened, as you described, I would think that that would be where he'd be hiding his porn. <laughs> yes. You remember back in the day, you get the one odd, oh, it's the, the National Geographic uh, special highlights. And, you uh, you want to know where I hid mine? Hmm. Um, back when Final Fantasy VII first came out, yes. for some reason, Sony sent me like a preview VHS, and it was all the cinematics from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, cool. So yeah, it so was 90% neat. of the game. So I took that tape out, and I put like my porn tape in it. Nice. Because I knew nobody was going to exactly. fucking touch that unless yeah. it was one of my buddies mm-hmm. like my parents weren't going to go hmm, final fantasy let me see this one <laughs> no that's that's where that lived and ask me if i was ever caught were you ever caught no nope. absolutely not no dude i had a little system with mine because all mine were on uh, like generic vhs store-bought blank vhs tapes uh-huh. uh and you remember you, they had the little stickies the sticky, and kids. you labeled it not porn <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do. Water sports. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but um, I, I thought I was so clever because, uh, you know, you'd, you'd have the, the – and it, so it would be like, uh, you know, the Transformers and um, uh, other things that people rec- – SNL, yeah. Saturday Night yeah. Live. SNL, people from, record from that off TV, yeah. And then uh, and, and, and I have an empty slot and I would just put a little star. I'd draw a little star there. Because nobody was looking at it for me, and so I was like, I got a 90% chance of getting away with it, because who's going to look at these labels? I'm the one making it out for myself. Right. But I didn't want to be so brazen as to write, you know, like fucking... <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Like, Johnny... Lauren goes in there, and he's behind. like, I feel like watching some Transformers. Oh, no. Oh, Joel starred this one. Must be a good set. <laughs> Must be some good episodes. It is. And there's bam. Lauren's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I do not remember this from the show. <laughs> when, do they, uh, when do they transform? <laughs> Well, Spike really grew up. He's losing some energy on. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, all right. So 1999, She's All That. Uh, I'd never seen this movie. I hadn't either. However, Joel, mm-hmm. I've totally seen this movie. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. It, it, if you've seen My Fair Lady. Yeah, exactly. Starring Audrey if, if you've seen My Fair Lady. Uh, what's weird for me is I've ne- I had never seen this, but I totally, I, I, I owned and loved Not Another Teen Movie. Ah, yes. If you've ever seen that I with Chris not. Evans. I know you always talk about it's it. this movie. And it's even filmed in the same high school, apparently. <laughs> like oh they, were, they were that. It's kind of amazing and uncanny like how similar. I didn't. I did not know how true to form Not Another Teen Movie was with this. It also takes a lot of stuff from, uh, not Friday Night Lights, uh... What what the hell is that? The football movie we watched with uh, the program? No, with with uh, 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 something Dawson, something Hills Dawson's Blues, Dawson, something Blues, Dawson's Creek, Blues, Varsity Blues, Varsity Blues. Another one with Paul Walker. I don't want. Basically, not another teen movie is a spoof of all the Paul Walker movies from the nineties. Your life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, so, actually, so much so that. Um, and, and it's a testament to, I guess, the bad writing in this one. But they didn't even change a lot of the lines. Apparently. No, they were no. flat out lifting a dialogue lo- from "She's All That." A lot of it is a lot of it is the same thing. Um, okay, so 
This film mm-hmm. is, like you said, a lot like My Fair Lady. Uh, this this guy, Zach. And it's going to be so hard because I want to keep referring to him as Chris Evans' character's name in Not Another Teen Movie. Which is what? Which is Jake Weiler. <laughs> which is a better name than Zach Seiler. Zach Seiler. That's yeah. such a bad name. Like, who? That's that's complicated to say. And also, Seiler for me, of course, how could it's they heroes. have known? Exactly. Yeah. It's synonymous <laughs> with heroes. So I just imagine somebody, like, cutting someone's head open. <laughs> Uh, all right. I have your powers now. <laughs> and now I'm Spock. Live long. Um, okay, so Freddie Prince Jr., FPJ, plays Zach Seiler. <laughs> That's right. And he's like the hotshot dude on campus at the mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. We know this because he walks into high school. All the girls are... Uh, Everybody... Hey, hey, Zach. Hey, Zach. What's going on, Zach? And he walks past a picture of himself. <laughs> Like that—that's his big reveal. It's a—it's a photo of himself on the on the class Which is wall. What they do and not another team. Do they do the same thing? I have to see this movie. Now. You do have to see it. It's fucking hilarious. We should do it next week. Yeah, we should. While it's fresh. Yeah, we should. Except we're not going to. Uh, it's fresh, fresh, <laughs> exciting. Um, okay, so he, his girlfriend dumps him mm-hmm. for a reality TV star. That's right. Played by Matthew Played Lillard. By Matthew Lillard. For Scream and Scooby Doo fame. Brock Hudson. Yes, is his name. Uh, and uh, okay, yeah. So they he gets dumped, and so he and his buddies come. They concoct this plot. He's like, "Hey, you know what? It's not. It's me that makes the prom queen. It's not her." Blah blah blah. He's trying to make himself feel better, and so his buddies are like, "If that's true, you know what? Here's a bet." We bet that you couldn't take any girl in this school and make her prom queen. Oh no, I totally can. So they're going through like, and they're talking. They're they're looking at all these chicks. Like there's there's this, you know fat chick eating gummy bears or something. Right. There's another one that's pulling a wedgie out of her ass. Uh, <laughs> like there's actually some like there's legitimate challenges that yes. they're walking past. Like oh, how about her and overweights like, or <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 Paul Walker's like nah, nah, too easy, too easy. That one's too easy. Nah, nah, nah. And then fucking comes along, like, cute as fuck, yeah. Rachel Lee Cook. Sprightly little... Uh... Wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. And, but she's wearing, like, a smock. She was in art class. Overall. But she's fucking adorable. She is. And and I don't think this is just from, like, I'm a nerd, so that's why I think this. No. Like, I think legitimately, like, she's fucking adorable. I've always thought so. I don't understand how the, the producers of this movie is like... Yeah, no, we uglied her up. Well, all you gotta do is just put glasses on somebody. Glasses Everybody on knows it. that, right? Uh... And so, like, he sees, and, and, and Paul Walker's like, no, Lainey Boggs. Right. And, Paul, and FPJ's like, no, 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 I no, no, can't. no, no. There's I no can't. way. There's no way. It's impossible. What, really? It's like, what the fuck is wrong? You don't even you? really have to do so. And yet, Anna Paquin, later on uh, in Act Two, is able to transform her. Yeah. Transform her. She's more than meets the eye now, Joe. Yeah, that's true. She's a hot girl in disguise. <laughs> She's not so much disguise. You know what She's I think? not very much disguise. You know what I think is funny? Back in the day, and, and uh, you know, at least up until 1999. When was the, oh, okay. The day, the day was 1998. Every week. That was what you did. Like all these 80s movies, like you mentioned the John Hughes movies, whenever they were, they were, there was going to be a, um, a, a transformation, like the girl's going to get hot later on. But early on, they would always put glasses on them. Yeah. And now in 2016. Ali Sheedy in The Breakfast Club. The trend is, yeah, there you go. It, it, but she wasn't wearing glasses. She just like. No, but she had her hair in her face. She had her hair in her face. And no, we she was just wearing pull her hair back. Frumpy clothing. You just got to put her in some skin tight jeans. She still has dandruff. That's my whole thing about Breakfast Aww. Club is like, he makes her, she makes her all pretty and like Emilio Estevez is like, hey. And I'm like, motherfucker, she still has dandruff. 
Does she have dandruff? <laughs> Remember the beginning of the, the movie where she like draws a picture of a cabin mm-hmm. and then she's rubbing her head and she's making it look like it's snowing on I the picture. I do now. That's right. It's right. disgusting. That is kind of disgusting. <laughs> yes. I totally forgot about that. There's no way. I don't care how long I'm stuck in detention with you. <laughs> there's no way I'm like, say. <laughs> Turn it around on Ali like, Sheedy. Uh, you might have some lice crawling around in there. Mm. We need to get that worked out. Now, I've got occasional flakes. I got dry scalp, but I'm not about to be like, you know. Put your head down on the desk. Leave your number two pencil next to you. <laughs> do you remember that? They would do the lice tests. Yes. Is that just yep. my high school? Yeah. No, no, no. I remember that. Thank God. But yeah, nowadays the trend is uh, even hot girls are wearing glasses. I think That's it's right. kind of a... Well, it's not a chic now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to quote the, the TV show Leverage, geeks inherit the earth, man. <laughs> the geek <laughs> has right. inherited the earth, baby. You think we'll ever get back to the days when... Uh... When the jocks... Mm-hmm. Well... When they start making movies about football and shit that makes a lot of money, then maybe. But until the day when superhero movies and geeky uh, sci-fi movies stop making right. money and being the most popular thing in the box office, yeah. no, Dude. we we are. I wish that this had come around when I was right. When I, I was well, Ten when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, I did okay. It's uh, working out for us as adults. Yeah, I would say it is. We're, we're both uh, dating above our means. <laughs> Is that fair to say? This is absolutely true. <laughs> this is absolutely true. Uh-huh. I am very aware of it. Mm. I've been very depressed lately. Yeah, I heard if you we, say that. If we want to get very real on sure. this podcast. Let's break it down. Second. Break it down. Having some self-destructive thoughts. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like uh, like a, a, a little, secret l- cutting? Little, little, no, I don't cut. No, no, no cutting. Not but that. just, But just, you know. Some honest thoughts about like midlife you know, crisis. Am I perhaps? am I am I better off to the people around me uh, as an insurance payout instead of just being around? Oh my God! Um, oh Jesus! I'm, I'm told you I'm going to be honest right now. Well, I can't do a podcast, and with I a don't corpse. know. If, I don't know if it's depression. Well, we get Lauren, and he could be. <laughs> you can call him. Joe. It would just be the two of us laughing here in the apartment for though. an hour like in Sarah's Sarah and Harper's place. <laughs> like you come here, we'll put glasses on him. Nobody will know. <laughs> Lauren wears glasses. Oh, there. That's good. <laughs> Cut that part out, Jeff. Cut that part out. Uh, now, so, uh, so yeah. You got you got the been, world on a string. I got, but that string is frayed right now. <laughs> no, you're, I'm, tr- you're. I'm trying to get back. All right, so where, where uh, just, uh, um, but but uh, thinking about like how how all this nerd chic. All this nerd yeah. culture stuff, you know, it's working out now. It's it's the hot Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, Suicide Squad, uh, third week in a row that it's number one at the box. Is office. Is it really still yeah. number one at the box office, mm-hmm. dude? I was trying to find Ghostbusters to like go check that out. Doesn't that suck? It's like nowhere. The weekend we were gonna go, and it's like, oh, it's gone on it's, Thursday. It's like, but not just from Draft House, Erased like from existence. The closest theater it's playing at, at least the last time I checked, was the Plano Cinemark. Oh, that's not close to here. No. So, the fuck, man. Oh well, we'll have that, to. Wait. That one dropped off quick. We'll have to wait until you uh, get a free copy at your job. I know, right? Uh, so who so could leave that? I do want to see Suicide Squad still. I yeah. st- I still haven't seen it. Yeah, let me no, know it it, there's, it's that morbid curiosity. It's just that oh, I need to see it. Kind of like what drives us to watch these movies every week, uh, <laughs> such as She's All That. Yay! Uh, nice which, segue. Which is about this guy, shallow people making bets. Uh, mm-hmm. and doing shallow things. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this uh, movie. I have no idea. Let's see. Like, well, you've got Rachel Lee Cook hawking up a loogie, ew. threatening to spit it in Wallace's... Like, <laughs> Wallace Wells. There's, look, Kieran it's, it's fucking Wallace. Yeah. Uh, okay, does Kieran, Kieran... Did they talk about this earlier in the movie, or does Kieran Culkin have, like, hearing aids? He's got, he's got them in both of his ears, and it is never mentioned. I guess okay. it's just supposed to. He's supposed to represent uh, those who cannot defend themselves, and hence when uh, FPJ, 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 yeah. in the cafeteria, uh, yeah, where apparently up for him later on. Kieran Culkin works. 
<laughs> I, I, okay, so I thought this was high school. I thought this was grades, what, uh, at least 9 through it sh- 12? It or should be 7 through, or, or n- yeah, 9 through 12. And yet we've got we've got him. Uh, who else uh, is younger? Well, I guess the Anna Paquin, she's the sister of FPJR. But she she's doesn't. Too, she seems a little older. She doesn't go to that school. Well, but she's going she's, to the prom. She says something to the effect of that she goes to a private school. Uh, Joel, I maintain that Anna Paquin mm-hmm. doesn't actually exist. She does, she's a figment of... Uh, she's a figment. Who's, who's imagination? She's Freddie Prinze Jr.'s oh, yeah? kind of Tyler Durden. Well, then who gives... Uh, I think... Here, here's the whole thing about right. this movie. This, If you were to look at this critically and maybe a little more realistically, this movie is about a young man in high school who's killed his family. <laughs> because... And, and and has like an imaginary like maybe he had a twin sister and mm. she died in childbirth. He's and so the, he's, he's the kid always who's, he's the kid from the her. wizard who's grown up. Yes, but he's always like imagined that she's there. Mm-hmm. So he talks to her because there's never a scene with her and their family. Well, no, but but she's the there's, one who gives what's her name the makeover. There's never a scene with her mm-hmm. and their parents. That's true. Did you know, like, and their parents never leave the house. The like, only they come back. From somewhere, but, but they, they never, never really leave the house. Interesting. This whole thing is like, like a Beetle figment juice. of his imagination. And then I I maintain that it was Freddie Prinze Jr. the whole time that gave her the makeover upstairs. Uh, oh, okay. And because it's kind of romantic. Like this makeover's a little romantic where they're talking to each other and she's like, do you trust me? That's true. And it's very Aladdin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that this whole thing is just, it's a weird fever dream like in that. Freddie Prince Jr.'s head. I like that theory. As he sits waiting to be injected in a prison somewhere. <laughs> oh my God. That's a dark turn, yet <laughs> <It's>, entertaining. <laughs> there you go. That almost makes me want to watch it again. It's like we could cut to like just him, like just kind of bobbing back it's the and forth end of in his cell. And he's like rapping to himself about she's all that. <laughs> he's doing he's doing the beatbox too. <laughs> yes. No, oh, but, okay. But but yeah, I mean, that's... I, I'm trying to be humorous, dark, <laughs> but <laughs> it is kind of weird to me that like, that Anna Paquin, the McCa- there's Mac and Zach, um, mm. that they never, she never interacts with his parents. That's a good point. And then like, there's this weird manufactured drama between Zach and his father that's like solved with a line of dialogue. Yeah. With one line of dialogue. It's the the uh, the old cliche of uh, he doesn't want to disappoint his dad. His dad's, hey, it's been a few, uh, few, few weeks since uh, you've applied for all those schools. We he's haven't being heard a, anything, He's being man. a father. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's being like, a father who's concerned about his son's future. We're getting to the point where you got to start making decisions about college and your future, son. He's like, God damn it, dad. Stop trying to control my life. And then we cut to in, inside of uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s room. He opens that drawer. Is it his room? Here's all the... Uh, <laughs> somebody's room. Maybe it's his, his, his dead sister. Somebody else's. He's killed the family next. <laughs> store <laughs> and it's all the acceptance letters from like harvard and yeah. oxford and yes. what are the other ones? Like anything with Stanford. a ford with harrison ford <laughs> Ooh, i'd go to harrison ford university yeah i would too uh yeah so th- we what i love what we're doing with this is that we're trying to make this dude sympathetic after doing like the shittiest thing in the world yeah and now we're making him sympathetic not just sympathetic but hey look he's athletic mm-hmm. he's handsome everybody expects he's popular this and he's smart. That's like, right, because he's he's, uh, he's, he's, he's what, the fourth highest GPA fourth in highest school. GPA, not buying that. No. Did you know anybody like this in high school? No, I didn't know anybody like this. And I also, like, I didn't. The soccer players in my high school weren't this popular. No. <laughs> well, this is California, though, right? I get California. Mm-hmm. It's not California. cool to play actual football. You have to play European football. I guess, dude. Football. All I'm saying is that some of these little pieces that make up this pie mm-hmm. are a little suspect. They're just a little weird. Like, 
what? Like the writers injecting a little too much of themselves into this. Interesting you should say that because uh, you know who does not have a writing credit yet? Uh, g- ghost writ. Ghost wrote? Ghost, ghost, ghost writer. Was it Joss Whedon? <laughs> no, it was Nicholas Cage. What? Ghost, Wait, ghost for real? Writer. No, no, no. I was oh, making a ghost oh my writer God. Oh, oh, my God. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Joe. Follow along. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, Wasn't there a movie called Ghost Writer with Ian McGregor? W-R-I-T-E-R? Yeah. I think there was. There was a video game named that. <laughs> named Ghost Writer? Yeah, there was, actually. Oh, wow. But it was like one of the old typing. Uh, oh, like, like typing of the dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Texting exactly. of the dead. kind of what it was. That's cool. It was a ghost that would write to you. Um, Could you do pottery with it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, only, my only when playing love, Unchained Melody my darling, on your record player. No, um, speaking of ghosts, though, M. Night Shyamalan is uncredited. As punching up the script. What? Yeah, it's even uh, confirmed on the DVD uh, director's commentary. But there was no, like, twist. <laughs> there was no weird well, twist. Or was there, the way you tell the story? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, you injected that in that there. That kind of... Look at that. You're unraveling look it. Look at that. I am. I'm unraveling the Shyamalan. <laughs> um, okay. I just want to kind of touch on some of the people that are in this movie. We've got the guy who plays Gus from Psych. We have Gabriel yeah. Unions in this thing. Paul mm. Walker's in it. Fucking... Sarah Michelle Geller shows, shows up, up for like, like half a, a second. A cameo. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Did you say Usher? Usher. Oh, you have Usher already? Usher, who in only in 90s high school movies is there like a dude who just exists in a DJ booth somewhere? Yep, he's in a closet somewhere. Like, And apparently that's where he spends the entire school day. Because <laughs> we never see him outside. <laughs> he never, he's never like, he's never in a class or something. And everybody is listening to him, uh-huh. as we all know. Like, even, your high school was like that, Even in the I'm middle sure. of, like, science class. <laughs> There's, like, Usher's like, hey, 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 only two weeks left. Thank you, expository DJ. Yeah, shouldn't you be Only in, two weeks left to prom. Shouldn't you be in your chemistry class <laughs> yeah, right, right now? Third period? Come on. Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, at the end, there's this total. He's like, all right, everybody, start dancing like I taught you. <laughs> there's a line dance in the middle of <laughs> it prom. Is, it is the longest dance sequence You know what's funny? Ever, they, too. They added it to pad timing to the film because oh, it was coming in under 90 minutes. They, they needed to, man. They, yeah. Well, they needed to add something to it. Maybe not this dance number. Yeah, how about some... Because, holy shit, are we fucking stuck... Listening to Rockefeller Skank for what feels like fifteen minutes. I'll, I'll listen to it for twenty minutes. More. Right about now, yeah. the, the funk soul brother. Check it out now, and and just like a whole bunch of just cheeky fucking douchebaggy kids dancing back and forth to this song. It turns into grease for a couple of seconds. It kind there. of for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. You're very you're very kind to this movie. Also, uh, of all the uh, cameos that you mentioned, all the. Uh, the the, the, the star studdedness of she's all that yeah we have Foggy Nelson from Daredevil that's right that he plays in it. Jesse Jackson mm-hmm. and then also uh, if you squint really hard he you also see... is in the Mighty Ducks was he yeah he was one of the he ducks was, huh? he was the big enforcer kid that they bring in on oh, the team oh of course well that makes sense he is a big enforcer kid and if you squint really hard you can see uh, Milo Ventimiglia is that the guy's name he's one of the when guys when they come and clean her when house when they clean the house yeah mm-hmm. did you catch him yeah mm-hmm. gotta like, catch them all he owes us for this <laughs> at, at least that's not how he sounded though Milo Ventimiglia is more like he owes us for oh this. come on he's got a high voice you gotta talk out of the side of your mouth too he's, he, well and he's that's what married... made him the perfect casting choice for Stallone's <laughs> for Rocky, son he looks in that Rocky like... Balboa movie I know right that was really good actually I've loved him since Gilmore Girls 
Of course you have. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you excited for the new Gilmore Girls oh, show yes, to come out? I am, yeah. Sarah's like, we need to watch Gilmore Girls. It's on Netflix. I've never seen it. You've never seen any of them? Never watched it. You, As a writer, you would appreciate it because it's just snappy, punchy okay, writing. Let me put it like this. It may also annoy I you. have never watched an entire episode of the Gilmore Girls. Mm. What I have watched has annoyed the shit out of me uh, because okay, it's yeah. about, like, these people don't talk to each other. They talk at one it's another. It's very Aaron sorkin Yeah, Aaron sorkin or, like... A much milder um, a David Mamet. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that mm-hmm. without the talking over each other part. Uh, but I enjoy it. It exists in its own little world. Uh, world I have to give it a I mean, for something to be this popular, there has to be something to it. That's kind of how I felt about Veronica Mars. I'd never watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one day I finally gave it a shot and was like, holy fuck, this is great. Or Firefly. I was probably the go. last person to jump on the Firefly train. Mm. And I was like, what is this Firefly bullshit? What's, what is this that people <laughs> keep talking about? Because I was like, oh, man, I'm really digging this, this Angel show. Like, I missed it through the Buffy thing. And I just started watching Angel. And they're like, you should watch Buffy. And then I did. I ended up going back and watching Buffy. But people are like, you should go back and watch Buffy. But dude, you need to watch Firefly. I'm like, what's Firefly? They're like, fuck you. What's Firefly? <laughs> and so, I, yeah, I got into that. Fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? This might be the same thing. I might need to give it an honest chance. Yeah. Um, although, I have a but feeling. People said the same thing about Heroes. If you've been annoyed by No, the first season's great. No. That first season is fantastic. Disagree. You just had preconceived notions. I because agree it off. to the fact that you are mistaken. <laughs> I agree with you. We'll agree to that. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, Matthew all right. Lillard. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I he, kind of loved Brock Hudson. He's great in this. I, I love, love him. I love that the guy who can play Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies can also play a, a real-world contestant, uh-huh. one of the more annoying ones. <laughs> and and it's kind of fairly genuine <laughs> when when you think about the early like real oh, world yeah. and stuff. Like, oh my God, this is just like that. This is so annoying. And Which is too bad because... I, do you, did you ever watch Real World? Uh-huh. Like I said, yeah. did you watch the first season? I did, yeah. I loved the first season. It was refreshing and it was new and it was, it was something different. You got these characters... And, and there from, you go. It was new. It was the first time on, we'd seen something like that. It was that. ruined afterwards because immediately in season two, it started attracting all of the fucking narcissists and people who just wanted to see themselves on TV. And then it was nothing but drama. Yeah. And that was the first season and not the last where they had to kick somebody out of the house mm-hmm. because it was all about fighting and yelling and, yeah. and who's hotter and who's going to fuck it's, who. It's a lot more. It turned into a game show. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. now we're going to vote this person mm-hmm, out or mm-hmm. this person. And it used to just be like, hey, here's kind of this it's weird an life study. You know, yeah, an experiment, a character study. Like, let's take a look at these people. We throw them in a house and let's see what happens. Um, Much like high school. This what, is a great experiment. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what I loved about this movie, okay. I will say that I really loved some of the stuff they did with the flashback work. Where, like, there'd be flashbacks and it would, like, like in the very beginning, Zach's talking to Taylor. And she's Taylor's telling the, his hot his, girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, who dumps him for Matthew, played Lillard. by Jodie Lynn O'Keefe, or yeah, you whatever got it right, very nice. Um, who's done nothing since? And, I know, right? Yeah. And so, like, she's getting ready. She's telling him about what happened over the summer, and suddenly we see like a couple of girls in like bikinis walk by, and suddenly it's this whole pool party thing yep. going on. Like, it's almost like the Matrix. Like, yeah. we're in the Matrix now. And I liked it. I Me too. really liked that. And there's like a moment where he's we pan back to people dancing, and we see Zach there, and he's like. Come on, Taylor. What's good? And like they get back to talk. They do that a couple of times in this movie. That was there's, clever. There's even a dream sequence where like FPJ dreams that he's in the he's real in world. In the real world. And I loved it. I really I thought this was really creative. It's, yeah. It was a cool way to like to to show uh the story unfolding rather than just like mm-hmm. getting it through expository dialogue. I think what I'm hearing you saying, Joe, is that you enjoyed this film. You liked it at one of your favorite movies of all time. Um, it is the epitome of high school films. Joel? Yes. 
I liked this movie. <laughs> it's not bad, actually. It's not. It's surprising. So I, I, I looked it up, as I do on uh-huh. uh, for every episode. We don't always get to it. But uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, with the critics, you, you want to take a, take a guess? 35%. Oh, you looked. 38%. No, we talked about this last week. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone up three points. Is it? Is it 38%? That was me, man. And the audience, can you guess what the audience is? 57%. 55%. Damn it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we well, talked this about this This game is no week. good if we've already looked it up. But I was surprised because... Everybody I've talked to kind of like likes this film. It, it may have been right place, right time. I liked it. And it there's, it there's, wasn't. It's not the greatest movie I've ever seen. It's not groundbreaking. But I ended up enjoying myself watching yeah. this movie. I found myself engaged to what was going on. Yeah. Um, it's got some funny moments. Even though it's like a movie that we'd seen a million times. It's, even though I've, I've seen the spoof first and then watch uh-huh. this, I feel like that helped me appreciate this even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it doesn't really do too many things wrong. And like no. you said, it has some creative moments in there. Um, and it's it's kind of telling that ugly duckling. Ugly duckling? Yeah. Ugly ducking. Fuck. No, it is ugly it duckling. It is ugly duckling. You had it right. Why did that sound wrong? I, I, I haven't don't even know. been drinking today. I, I have no clue. It's got that ugly duckling story. It does. Uh, and the our protagonist learns a little something about himself. Mm-hmm, that's right. Which, well, that's kind of... Th- I will say that this movie does have a problem where they try to throw too many like B-plots around. There's too many side stories going on. Yeah. Like, we didn't need Zach's drama with his father and like the, the school thing. We didn't need, we didn't like, need that at all. The dead mother who dies of cancer. No. Uh, like, that's their backstory. And why is that even necessary? Just we opened, just have to explain why Kevin things, Pollock is it, a single father, well, I guess? Well, what that did was it showed like at the very end in the dance mm-hmm. where the art teacher just inexplicably shows up yeah, and finds we've never seen Lainey. well we saw her once at the very beginning of the movie yeah but but like she inexplicably comes up to Lane and she's like oh yeah your art project about your mother fantastic and I've been telling like all the schools that you've been applying to about it like okay we didn't we didn't need that that's that's the writer and that's the producers trying to put too neat a bow on all mm-hmm. these protagonists night and, and we didn't need that <laughs> dude I would believe it well we've got to put more stuff on here and then there's an alien in the closet and the, wait a minute wasn't Kieran Culkin in Signs he sh- no it was the other Culkin oh okay it was the, Mackenzie Culkin the littler Culkin the, the littlest Toby Culkin Toby Culkin <laughs> Brent Culkin you gotta, you gotta, Clark Culkin what is that Clark Culkin that's a strong superhero name right there I gotta look up what that kid's name is now Bryce Dallas, Dallas Culkin, Culkin. <laughs> Mary Louise Culkin. <laughs> Mary Lou Culkin. Uh, all right. No, uh, but there was there was some fun stuff in this movie. Rory, Rory, Rory Culkin. Culkin. Speaking of Gilmore Girls, there was some uh, there were some fun stuff like little touches in this movie that I really appreciated when they go to the party at uh, Preston's house. Mm-hmm. And wait, which one's Preston? Paul Preston's, Walker? No, Preston's Gus, the the token black friend. Oh yeah, Dulé yeah. Hill. Dulé Hill from Psych uh, who West was, Wing. Who was one of the people they were looking at at first to play Power Man on the Netflix TV show? What is Power uh, Man? Power Man's the the black guy in uh, Jessica Jones, the very strong mm. like. Who ended up playing him? I don't know some other guy. Some, some other some, some some I can't remember Unknown. his name. But I thought like Dooley Hill was be he would be a great choice. Um, but yeah, they go to his house and Matthew Lillard, Brock Hudson shows up with Taylor and Brock Hudson's like he has him put on the song that uh, <laughs> I can't remember the fucking name of it. Oh, Give it to shit. me, baby. Yeah, yeah. But dum 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 dum. Give it to me, baby, now. And he starts just and like, he starts just fucking gyrating, gesticulating while he's running all over the place. And if you're paying attention, you see Preston running around, moving furniture out of the way, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he doesn't destroy anything. And I was like, "That's fucking great. That's that's really clever. That's that's kind of fantastic and a great attention to detail." Mm. Um, but for every little bit like this, mm-hmm. 
you've got your usher who's just always in a DJ yeah. booth or oh, well how about the in the first act that whole performance art debacle that we have to sit through which never comes back around uh, they try to tie it in at the end but at the it's very very end like what focus group did they uh, uh, cue feel, and ask about who loves performance art especially but, but what the, high schoolers do but the thing is and that's where this kind of missed a step mm-hmm. where I think it would have been a little bit more entertaining if we saw like Freddie Prince Jr. You know, fighting to kind of keep face. Like, nope, nope, I'm I'm in this bet, so I've got to win it. And like, he's forced to do these things that like he's not enjoying. Right. He's not digging it. And we get to see the slow breakdown where he starts to actually right. realize that he enjoys this girl. Yeah. They have their meet cute, and, and that's like, it. And that's it. Like, yep. they really dig each other, and you get that they really dig each other almost immediately. Like, uh, you know, Rachel Lee Cook, uh, who who plays Lainey. Mm-hmm. She's kind of throwing up some roadblocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not really that much. And well, I mean, he's hot Freddie Prince Jr. So you, you would almost understand, especially you know she does. She hasn't. She's never had attention from boys before. Now she's getting true. attention. I could see why she would be into him. But again, why would he be into her when his first reaction, like you it mentioned was, earlier, no. is, oh no way, that's too difficult. No There's no way. way I can turn her. But because because Joel, we've tried to build him up as too much of a perfect character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sees her doing her performance art, and he's like. Wow, that was this great. is impressive. This and, is great. Uh, no, it wasn't. No. It was fucking trash it was, bags, it was and horrible. she's wearing face paint and lights, <laughs> and it's like, be silent, be still. It's everything be I silent, hate about performance be art, still. which is most things. <laughs> which is some guy putting a Batman comic book on stage. Oh, that's not performance art. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's performance art. No, when you think of performance art, you think of a bunch of uh, beatniks. Uh, that they don't clap, they don't applaud, they they snap their fingers at the end of it. Yeah, and uh, it's all it's <laughs> the difference between like a spoken word. And just uh, uh, talking uh-huh. is uh, if you say it like this, it becomes spoken woman, woman, woman. She makes me horny. <laughs> Saturday morning, she stole my heart and, and my, my cat. cat. Thanks. Name Jane, that film. Get me off this crazy thing <laughs> called love. <laughs> doom doom doom. That's so I made her an axe murderer starring Mike Myers. Um, we also throw in too many antagonists in this movie. That too like many antagonists. That Lainey's too many antagonists. Oh my god! That Lainey's getting um, she's getting bullied by art students. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, that one chick from uh, uh the faculty. Yeah, and uh, she she's like this generation's Misty. Ali Sheedy. Misty. Mm-hmm. That was that was her name. Uh, yeah, she's getting like bullied. They're like you know They're how so like, to her. artists are usually appreciated a lot more. When they're dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, you should totally kill yourself. And I was like, what the fuck? That's some dark that shit. That is evil. Mm-hmm. That's fucking evil to say to somebody. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. You should kill. And, like, we don't even get any idea of, like, what this chick did to anybody. Right. Like, what? She didn't do it. Like, you I mean, would understand. Cook? Like, if, yeah. Because she's the pretty one in the art class, I guess. I would understand. Like, I wish they would have given us something that, like, she did. Early on, like in like lower grades or something, she mm-hmm. did something that was embarrassing, and like, or even like a um, a Mean Girls kind of thing mm-hmm. that she and Taylor were friends oh. at one point, and then they had like kind of a, a a falling out, and so now they're not buddies anymore, and you know it's something along those lines, something that's going to create a reason. Like, why the fuck is Taylor walking up to Lainey at Preston's party, and she's like. You don't fucking belong here, and like right. pouring her drink. Down. I know what the fuck, man. Like that's totally, it's totally uncalled for. It's unmotivated. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you doing that? Other than the fact that like the writers and producers and director are like, uh, okay, now do this. 
do this thing because it moves the plot forward. Yeah. Yeah. I promised I'd never let them see me cry. <laughs> what? Like what? After your mom died, you promised you'd never let your fellow students see you cry? Yeah. I don't what kind it. of weird shit is that? Everybody's working their shit out in the, this film. Your fucking classmates didn't kill your mother. <laughs> or did they? Or, oh, did That's they? the M. Night Shyamalan. Or did Siler do that? <laughs> His uh, name's Siler. And then he stole their powers. Yes. <laughs> and her heart. <laughs> and their Li- cat. Literally. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I agree. There's because, and even on the uh, the Freddie Prince side, so we have the Ma- Matthew Lillard, the guy from Real World. He's an antagonist for him, and then Paul Walker, his BFF, all of a sudden out of nowhere, like these guys are are, are besties, right? And then just over this bet, there's that one scene where all of a sudden it's fucking on. Is it just over this going. bet? Because I will say that they do have this little piece of dialogue where uh, Paul Walker's like, "You win at everything." Oh, he's jealous, you know. So he's jealous. That's true. But like you've been, you've been. Yeah! Wow! Ooh, God bless me. you. Cut that part out. Jeff. Cut that part out. <laughs> you've been uh, you've been playing this pretty close to the vest for the past four years, Paul Walker. Right. He's playing the long con, and now suddenly you're like, "Fuck it! The game is up. The jig is up. He's this gonna, is my plan the entire time." Talented Mr. Ripley, and him. he turns into a fucking mustache twirler. Yeah. Like at the yeah. very end, suddenly he's he mustache twirling. He's like, "Yeah, you know." Uh, he, he tries to get he tries to get Rachel Lee Cook to go to prom. Mm-hmm. So like suddenly he wants to bang Lainey. Yeah. Because she's hot and Be- popular now? Unattainable. Is that why? Or is he doing that to get to Zach? It doesn't seem like Does it, Paul like- Walker want to fuck Zach? No. <laughs> oh, that's a good that's a good question. Yeah. And that's why he wants to fuck uh, Lainey to Lainey. get to get to make him jealous. Yeah. Interesting. A little love triangle. There's a lot of there's a there. lot of there's I think there's a lot of layers to this movie that we're not mm. initially exploring. I like to think of it or that realizing. way. I need to watch I need to watch this film again. With all theories in mind. Watch it. <laughs> watch it thinking that Paul Walker has a gay crush on FPJ. I like that. And that his family's FPJ's been killed. family's been killed. And they're shoved in a closet somewhere. Yes. And that uh, Anna Paquin doesn't exist, the younger sister. I like that. And she kind of can't hide her accent. <laughs> she well, does a horrible job hiding her accent. There, there's some interesting things with audio. Joe, I don't know if you noticed like the horrible ADR. Like there's some bad looping going on here. And that's when uh when Well they, during when when FPJ's doing his performance art piece. And he's, he's talking doing about, it there. There's a long shot at the beginning where uh, Taylor, the hot chick, uh is they're walking walking down the street talking and it just feels off. The mix yeah. is off. I don't know what it is, but they're, they're re-recording the lines afterwards in post usually because there's some street noise or some sort of noise. Sure. But it wasn't done well, and no. it wasn't just one character or one actor. It, it was, was all everybody. over the place. It was everybody. Okay. The, I think, but the most glaring example of it was when Paul Walker was doing his Don't Let It Drop. Yep. And at one point, they cut to him, and you hear him say something, but his mouth isn't that is moving. not what his mouth is no, saying. No, his mouth isn't moving, and a word... And like, what? What the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, but then aside from audio issues, there's some weird... There's some weird dialogue in here that is written like an older man trying to write for young people. This this whole movie is it's like this weird catty group of adults. Like it's yeah. not high school students. Paul Walker's fucking like people are smoking in this movie, walking around. <laughs> they're walking around the school campus smoking yeah, and it's, shit. It's not 1979. It's no. 1999. This 1999. You couldn't smoke in a fucking school in no. California. Mm-hmm. And Paul Walker's putting his fucking cigarette out in kids like Diet Coke cans. <laughs> yeah. What a dick. Uh, oh, what was the other? Th- oh, also, well, uh, cutting to the very end of the film, the reveal during graduation where, uh, uh, spoiler alert, but like Freddie Prince Jr. loses the, the big bet uh, uh-huh. because she isn't prom queen. And uh, the way he has to pay it off yeah. 
is to appear naked to during ex- graduation to ceremony? expose himself where there's probably little children. Oh, do, oh, of course. Yeah. Families, uh-huh. the entire, uh, not to mention the entire entire school body. Yeah. is now witnessing his, his body. body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and that's the last shot. He tosses the beach volleyball that was uh, it was a soccer ball obscuring his junk. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Maybe I'm I'm confusing it because there's that top there's gun like that weird volleyball, volleyball scene. scene where nobody's playing with the boys. The boys. <laughs> um about that scene on the about beach last night. Uh like again, she, Rachel Lee Cook like strips down her swimsuit or whatever. She's reading a book. Yeah, she does. And like at one point, uh, what what is it? Preston comes over and he's like, "So, Laney, you want to play?" And this other girl's like, "No." And he's like, "Is your name Laney?" And she's like, "God, no! Thank God for that." <laughs> no offense. I'm like, "Wait, why? The fuck? Why? why are you so mean? She's adorable. Yeah. She's so cute. <laughs> what? Why is there? And even Paul Walker's like, "Look at her. She's got weird boobs. She almost looks normal from here." No, uh, like, uh, no, uh, <laughs> she looks great, guys. Joe, the, the exact line is, uh, "Check out the bobos on Super Freak." <laughs> Check out the Bobos on Super Freak. Which, again, leading me back to uh, the, some of the weird lines in here that are that are written like adults thinking uh-huh. how uh, jo- youngsters uh, talk. There's the one line near the end where um, Taylor is is mad at Freddie Prince Jr. And she says, jump up my ass, Zach. Jump yeah. up my jump ass. Jump up my ass. Just so he could say, been there, done that. <laughs> That's weird yeah it's weird are we to infer that they've had anal sex um Joe? yeah all right yeah we are also when uh fred prince jr is sticking up for a little kieran culkin uh when when he's being bullied with dude, the pizza dude and there's the one guy who pulls uh, the pubes dude uh, he just pulls that's, his own pubes out like that okay one ow yeah um and then that's like a weird is it is a weird uncharacteristic to this movie up to this point Gross moment yes. in this film. Yeah, that like odd. we didn't see anything like this leading up to mm-hmm. this point, but suddenly there's this bit, and it's like, wait, this is not the kind of movie that we've been watching also, for the past hour. Who's the joke on? Like <laughs> the guy whose pizza you're giving with your pubes on it, or you're having to touch your own junk and like rip out your own hair out the follicles? Yeah, like that's not that's quite the and, sacrifice. And, and where is it going? Is he like? Are we to infer that he's putting pubes? On Sarah Michelle Geller's pizza, I thought it was on because the... he's going to go heat it back up. Because he, he, Kieran Culkin comes around, he's like, "Do you want any uh, ground fresh pepper?" Blah, blah, blah. And Sarah Michelle Geller doesn't even say anything. She just says, "No, I don't want it," and then hands him her plate. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What's wrong? Too cold?" And uh, and she doesn't say anything. And he's like, "Okay." And he starts rolling off. And I thought he was going back to the kitchen to heat it up. Could be true. And then bring it back. And so they stop that makes him. Sense. So they could put their pubes on it and then like feed it to her. <laughs> We've all done it, Joe. You remember high school? Which you just is no ripping I'd your never, ass hairs out, no. and putting them on edible. No, yeah, no, just no. me. Uh uh-uh. uh I mean, I made a dick sandwich once. <laughs> yeah, you did. I told you that story. Wait, no, what? I never told you that story. What does that mean? Was I, this like I, your... I thought I've told this story it's here. My dick in a sandwich. Uh, all right, so my senior dick year. In a sandwich, my, uh, girl. in fact, I'm glad that we're bringing him up because this is the guy that I thought of the entire time I'm watching this movie. He's the person I thought of whenever Paul this Walker is, was doing something ridiculous. Getting homoerotic. This guy named John McLaughlin that I was friends with in high school. Strong name. Uh, he, uh, he and I, and I'll, I'll talk some more about this guy here in a bit. But he and I left, cam- and we didn't have off-campus lunch. But he and I snuck out for lunch one day. And when we went back to his, this happened to me twice, actually, where Mm. I snuck off campus to go get lunch and the car wouldn't fucking start when we tried to get back. So yeah, we, we get, we get, we'll go to his place and we have some lunch. We watch Highlander, the series on TV (laughs) and then like go to his car to get, to get back in, take off. It won't start. 
So we page, and there's fucking pagers all over. I was going to say, that's funny too. Nobody has cell phones, they all have pagers. We we page my buddy uh, Ralph, and uh, and he calls us up, and we're like, dude, car won't fucking start. Can you come get us? And he's like, fuck, man, you're making me leave school. We're like, dude, come on. He's like, well, if I'm going to do this, you better make me a fucking sandwich or something. And John's like, yeah, we'll make you a sandwich, a fucking dick sandwich. (laughs) And so he hangs up, and he's like, yeah, dude. I was like, that's funny. He's like, dope, motherfucker. I go, John. Let's do it. I'm going to totally fucking do that. He's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, I'm going to totally fucking do it. I don't even so, know like, how one makes. So he, I was like, give me a piece. Give me some pieces of bread. <laughs> and so right. I was like, as soon as he fucking comes in, I'm going to just turn around. <laughs> and so he comes in. This Ralph, is homework. Ralph, gets, Ralph gets to the door. He comes in the door. He's walking in. Uh-huh. And he's like, all right, fuckers, come on. It's time to go. You got my sandwich? I'm like, oh, yeah. And I got my back turned. It looks uh-huh. like I'm fixing something on the counter. <laughs> and I'm like, I got your sandwich right here. And I turn around, and there's my fucking dick in a couple of pieces of bread. That's awesome. He falls down fucking laughing his ass uh-huh. off. John's cracking the fuck up. That is great. Uh, and meanwhile, I'm trying to fish pieces of fucking bread out of my pubes. Yeah, I was going to say, did you? Yeah, did it, you, was, it was not worth it. No that condiments not, or anything? No. No. Oh, you, you weren't wearing a condiment? I Whoa! wasn't wearing a condiment. Oh! God damn it. Didn't even mean to do that. No, you did. That was good. You did. No, I came up uh, with All right. So, yeah, that's that's what we, that's <laughs> what we did. So, yeah, like, you know, it's not like I was pulling pubes out of my fucking, out of my junk, but like, it, it, we've done stupid shit like this sure, before. Sure, sure. Um, but getting to John McLaughlin, hmm. uh, this is a guy that he's, he was my, my dean to, to my Zach Seiler. Okay. Um, so we we were really good friends for probably two years. Uh, he came to our, he came to my school dun, my dun, junior dun, year. Dun, dun, dun. In fact, Shh, he dun, was dun. a kid that he was getting beat up, and I stood up for him. And I kind of huh. like got between him and these other guys, and we became good friends after that. And in fact, there was a whole bunch of like, dude, we don't want him in our group. Fuck him. We don't. Uh. I was like, no, he's all right. He's okay. And so he kind of he and I kind of became like best buddies throughout high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was this weird alpha switch where like uh-huh. he suddenly kind of became the alpha High school does of that. our group. And it was like, it was okay. I never really needed to be that, but he really played that up. A long story short, too late. Uh, <laughs> we get to like graduation after we've graduated, you know, we're all trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do. I'm going to take off and go to school in New York, uh, for a little bit. <laughs> uh, but motherfucker, like lies to my girlfriend about me what because they're at a party i was at work and they were at a party together he lies to my fucking girlfriend about what me. did he tell her telling her that like i was trying to pick up on somebody that we were out at, at like a coffee shop or some uh. shit and we were and i was picking up on somebody and i and i wasn't like i i had no confidence whatsoever when i was in school and I when i graduated that. i really had no confidence the fact that i had a girlfriend i was like whoa like and the thing was now i look back on it and i'm like fuck i should have been more confident oh, of course well, i was yeah, a good yes. looking kid All i had some talent i had a lot going for me then um you could make dick sandwiches i know I, I could make dick sandwiches now i couldn't fill a piece of bread like i don't know <laughs> it's shrunk joel it's shrunk so um so like yeah he 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 lied to her to try to get with her mm-hmm. and like the next thing i know the next day She's calling to break up with me. Uh, my buddy Ralph is pissed. And he's like, you've lied about all this. You're dishonorable. Uh, You're cheating on Laura. They were taking this guy's and word over yeah, yours? because he became, he was the alpha. He was the alpha male. He was the one that was always around. And at that point, mm. I was always working. I was working at this movie theater, McKinney, all this time. Mm-hmm. And so you know what happened when 
when you stop being able to hang out with everybody quite so much, yep. you kind of start to fall off the face of the earth. That's true. And so, yeah, they all took this dude's word for it. And so watching this movie, everything that Paul Walker did, I was like, it's motherfucking John. Wow. Like, that is fucking John. Life imitating art. Yeah, dude. Or vice so versa. There's, there's my real life story. Uh, I don't know if you can identify with anything that happened in this movie. No, I would have had to have had a girlfriend <laughs> in high school for there to be any sort of drama like that. Wow. I was so, like, naive and happy-go-lucky. I'm just like, I'm going to go to band and art. <laughs> Look, we're going to play video games. And, oh, you play Sega? Super Nintendo. We're no. going to do some Sega. Sega! Getting ready to play some Sega. That was cute. Yeah, Karen that was. Culkin doing that. That was. Uh, no, I was all about the Nintendo. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. I knew one guy in school that had Sega. Yeah, I had a there friend like that, too. one dude. And every now and then we would swap out consoles. And then you always wanted your Nintendo back. Yeah. Like, I, just, I, was like, I want my fucking Nintendo I'm back. tired of playing Altered Beast <laughs> and Shinobi or whatever it was. And these controllers hurt my hands. Uh, the buttons, they're so big. And there's three of them in a row. Yeah. Remember that? That Sega Genesis controller? Not very... Uh, 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 what am I trying to say? What's the word? Not ergonomic. Ergonomic. There you go. Um, I, I failed ergonomics. So yeah, Dean... Dean is not a very sportsman-like fellow. No. He he tries to affect the bet. Yeah. Uh, and then he's uh, he's got a hotel room all booked up where he's going to bang a little Rachel Lee Cook at the end. That was weird. Right? That was, that was well, that not just that was weird from a character standpoint, but that was just weird from a writing standpoint. How that, like, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, because I, I see him doing it to just, like, fuck up the bet, to win the bet, right? Yeah. And to, and to fuck over his friend for unknown reasons. Maybe uh-huh. they have beef before that we don't know. Beef and a dick sandwich. Uh, but then, yeah, he acts like he's actually interested in her. And it's like, dude, uh, 90 minutes ago, or at least in the film, in film time, yeah. you were the one um, uh, picking her out of a crowd as the least likely to be nominated prom queen. Yeah. Now you want all up in that. Because she got a haircut. And also, um, like, the fact that he was part of this bet, why is that okay with Rachel Lee Cook? Why is that okay with Lainey? That she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to prom with you. That's right. Like, he's part of the bet. Like, yeah. he's a part of this. And he even plays off. He's like, man. That's not cool. Zach, it's not cool, dude. This this bet thing. You know, I feel bad about it. Like, she's like, what? Bet? And why does nobody fucking give the entire story? Like, when she fucking <laughs> says, is that true? I know. And Freddie Prince Jr. is like, Yes. Yes. But, but don't end it just yes. Yeah. Like, you know, is that true? Yes. But I've changed my feelings yeah. towards you have become genuine. Because, Joe, this is and that he's the one that conflict. challenged me to this bet. Why is Freddie Prince Jr. dancing at all with his ex at the prom? Like, there's that point where they, we cut over and they're dancing together. Why? Why is this even a thing? Mm-hmm. Why is this even an option? I want to see a teen movie made that's for, like fucking real. That like these the 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 ex girlfriend shows up and she's like, Brock broke up with me and I'm so and I'd be like fucking deuces, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah, that would be it. Would be a short fucking movie. But it's true. It just it annoys me. It it's kind of like the first few seasons of well, it might still be happening. The, the seasons of Supernatural where like all of the fucking trouble between the Winchester brothers, mm-hmm. Dean and Sam. All their fucking troubles could be solved if they just fucking talk to each other. Have a conversation about it. Just have a fucking conversation. Nope. Gotta have that manufactured conflict. Because we have to save it for the scene near the end by the pool and it's all romantic. And he can say, that's how it started off, but then I learned to love you. Yeah. When you cut your hair and slipped your ass into that tight dress. And she never put her glasses back on. No, no. (laughs) She never once put her fucking glasses back on. She's got contacts. I guess. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because she said she didn't like them. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't like this message. I don't like that she's like, hey, I don't like this. I also don't but like But I'm never gonna wear these glasses again. Like I think that 
those should have come back. I think that in a small, subtle way, it was a bad thing to do. It was a bad example mm-hmm. to set for young girls. Also, she she's just ever the victim in this film as Always. well. Always. Like, I don't know when she ever kind of like stands up for herself. or I mean, well, she no, tells him she, to fuck off. She does stand up for herself uh, significantly, but we don't see it. It's the one thing in this movie we don't fucking see. You're trying to pad for time. Here's a fucking idea. Yeah, Why don't you film the scene where she fucking tells Paul Walker to go fuck himself? Yeah, I know. No, Why didn't we get that? We didn't get that comeuppance. Yeah, we just hear about it later. Yeah. That she in, in a weird throwaway deaf. piece of dialogue where they're at the house and she's like, oh, yeah, I found out just a little bit later than you did, but it's okay because I pulled out this bullhorn mm-hmm. and now I hope he doesn't have permanent hearing loss. Walk outside. What? Let's see that. Let's <laughs> yeah. see that happen. In yeah, fact, because he needs his comeuppance. Yeah, let's check off's gun that fucking foghorn a little bit earlier in the Thank movie. Thank you. Yeah, and then have that. happen. See, there you go. We could have, we could have stretched this out to a good buck forty five. You yeah, get we that. Could've. You develop the the art teacher. Maybe give her more than two scenes at the yeah. beginning and end of the film. Yeah. How about because we get rid of the whole father drama shit and the, make the art teacher thing? Something? Thank you. Yeah. Why do Why does Kevin Pollak have to be the the voice of wisdom? And and what the fuck I, does he even know I, about this? I liked Kevin Pollak. I do in this like movie. Kevin Pollak in it. He's I funny. liked him. In I love movie. when he's uh, watching Jeopardy. <laughs> yes, and he keeps getting the answers wrong. <laughs> and so then he looks around confident. and sees all he's like, who the fuck are you guys? Who are you guys? <laughs> yeah, he's great in this. Yeah, uh, I like that in the uh, in Not Another Teen movie, they got Randy Quaid <laughs> to play that <laughs> to character. Play the father. Um, I gotta see that film, man. Dude, you really need to. Because he does the whole like Kevin Pollock thing where he, he drops Lainey off at the school and he's like, all right, honey, well, you might have to find a, a, your own ride home. And she's like, you're going to be st- you're gonna be busy working? He's like, hell no. I'm just going to be too stinking drunk to get back in the car to get you. <laughs> uh, yeah, not another team movie. is pretty fucking good when it comes to spoofs. Uh, so as much as I like this movie, mm-hmm. I think I equally have things that I- I'm... I'm bothered by when it comes to this flick. Yeah. Um, and I think that it all honestly comes down to the fact that like, this is a, this is a Miramax film. Yep. The Weinsteins. And b- back in 99, Miramax was still kind of like, still finding its feet as a studio. Like well, it, it was famous for putting together the Kevin Smith films. And Tarantino. It was, it was more of an art house label of though. Of course. That's all it was. This n- was not their wheelhouse. No. Like we're going to do a teen sex comedy. We're going to do a, you know, a teen meet cute John Hughes kind of film. Mm-hmm. This was not what they specialized in. And you can absolutely see that in watching this while at the same time, there are some Miramax touches to this movie that set it apart from other movies like this. Yeah, I You know? Agree. Like, I've got to be honest, I kind of enjoyed watching this at some points. <laughs> it's not More bad. than Can't Hardly Wait. Ooh, wow, those are strong words. Um, You know, Can't Hardly Wait. <clears throat> hmm, interesting. Uh, well, you go, go back and listen to our episode on Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> oh, no. No, you can't. <laughs> you sure can't. That's the one that we lost. Um, th- that one was a little more hyper real, where they were really taking the, uh, the, the, the archetypes of all the different also types. spoofed in not another teen movie that's true yeah uh, how do you know that's so, true because you, you brought it up on that episode oh, yeah. That yeah, that's, that's right. um but uh i i, I kind of like the world that that one lived in it was a little more stylized this one feels like it kind of wants it both ways like it's it's, yes. like, it's a 90210 I, episode i agree and yet like you said there's these these moments of surrealism with um the, the real world uh-huh uh and the way that they told <laughs> that flashback yeah um and then also your eyes are beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some cheesy lines in there. I just love Matthew Lillard turning to him and saying, your eyes are beautiful. That is great. Did you say that, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but but yeah, it, not 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 unenjoyable. Some like a great cast. 
uh, and and some funny moments. And again, it's okay that this story has been told over and over again. That's how look. That's how humanity works, right? That's what storytelling is about. That's right. There are no new stories. Mm-hmm. We tell the same ones over and over again, and this one right. just has a fresh coat of paint on it. That's true. Or at least it was in 1999. Yeah. Not so much now. I think it still stands up for the most part. It too. does, except for the moments where. Uh, well, Joe, you remember. You remember except for the moments where it doesn't. <laughs> you remember what it's like um, being in I your don't. high school and between classes, you would hang out in the courtyard. Welcome to the real world, she said to me. And uh, you and your friends. You and your friends. <laughs> take a look. Take your eye, map it out in black and white. Oh, I don't know what song you're saying. I've never meant to dream of the prom queen. You don't know this song? No. I want to run through the halls of my high school. Oh. I, I want to scream at the top of my lungs. Ooh, speaking of the top of the lungs. There you go. But uh, you remember what it's like uh, getting with your friends in the middle of a hall between classes? And just start rapping. And rapping. About the, the contestants for, for prom who's queen. Who's going to be prom queen? <laughs> oh, I remember getting this freestyle battles over pretty heated, let me tell you. Yeah, no. It seemed that like a very, dates it. That seemed like a very racist moment, It did, didn't too. it? Because it's like two black guys rapping. Yeah. It's like, oh, we need to get some diversity in this film. Well, uh, let, let's just have let's them rap. Some, let's get some black guys. What, what do they do, What do right? black people they do? Rap. They again, rap. Again, they rhyme. They're all rerun from good times. <laughs> Again, like it feels like it's written or what's by happening. It was a what's happening. Fifty-year-old Jewish white guy. That's redundant. Yeah, <laughs> that is redundant. All all Jewish guys are fifty years old. <laughs> not what I meant. Uh, but not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Especially, uh, I had my well, your 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 love interest now in real life, Scott, our buddy Scott, our mutual friend Scott. Yes. When when he, he heard, was he in this movie? No, no. But he oh. uh, heard last week's episode and heard uh, announced that this was going to be this week's and. Last time I saw him, he was just shaking his head and uh, saying, "Oh no, it is not good." Oh, wow. To which I say, mm, "I've seen worse." It's, it's in the it's last right. three years doing this podcast with you. This is upper fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, Joel. It's not all that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's a little bit of nicely. It's done. a little bit of it. Had a ten million dollar budget, uh, and the box office brought in over a hundred million. Yeah, How about that? For that's your not bad. ROI. I love like looking at the back of the DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is? Where's Usher? What's Usher doing? Everyone will love this movie. What, <laughs> what is he doing? So, uh, so we have we're treated to four images here. One is just a headshot of a uh, Freddie Prince Jr. because he was the star. Another one is Taylor, the hot chick in a bikini mid dance, and then we have uh, Matthew Lillard. Uh, being hugged by somebody wearing glasses. See, because they're all capitalizing on uh, Scream yeah. and whatever property uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was on. I know what you did last summer. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then the fourth image is uh, just a headshot of Usher just looking long. It looks into like the he's camera, in a pool. Uh, without a shirt on. Is he in a pool? Well, it's, he's in shadow, so it's hard to tell. Is, is he the shadow? Is he yeah. Alec Baldwin? <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> this is... Um... Yeah, un- unclear. What it, he's it, on it is unclear. There's also a, a weird bit of marketing. That on image this. of uh, Rachel Lee Cook on the front. Uh huh. Does she look like that at all in any photo or Im- like that? Does not look no, like her. That at all. doesn't quite look like her. She's a little more made up. Dude, she's adorable Photoshop. in this movie. She is so geekalicious. Like I, I love. It. I can't remember anything else I've seen her in. I saw her in a Jean Favreau movie called The Big Easy. Is that what it's called? The Big Easy. Is that what it's no, called? No, that's the that's the movie with Dennis Quaid. And Ellen Barkin, oh, where he right. plays Remy McSwain. Oh, you're right. It's hold on. It's <laughs> the big. Oh, Jenna is screaming at the big. No, not the, the big, big Lebowski. Chill, not the big chill. The Fuck. big chill. Well, now we have <laughs> to look Jeff at Jeff Goldblum. John at um de- a, de- a dead body. Uh, our friend Kevin Costner it's passed away. The big if I may. Um, <laughs> 
Wait for it. Oh my god. Oh, this is going forever. I love you, man. Rudy? Is it Rudy? No, it's the big something. How? It's. Why don't you just look up her? The Big Empty. The Big Empty? 2003's The Big Empty. Oh, yeah, I guess I could look up her. You could have looked up her. <laughs> Jeez. Right? Is she even in this now? I don't even know what, what, what Yeah, else? Rachel Lee Cook. I don't know what else she is in. Rachel Lee Cook was in... She- well, uh, oh, Josie and the Pussycats. Remember Josie that? Josie and the Pussycats. 2001. Okay. Uh, she was also in Antitrust from 2001. Get Carter. Uh, nope, nope. Haven't uh, seen either of those. And several episodes of Robot Chicken, apparently, oh. doing some well, voiceover work. Well, there we go. But yeah, she, well, she needs to be in more... I'm, I'm hoping that it's uh, by choice that she's, she has decided she's a good to actress. bow out. She's not bad. She's really good. She's very natural. There's the uh-huh. scene like after they do the performance art, and um, she's kind of... She does... Uh, she, she's just very natural in her style, and she kind of like touches his arm. You can kind of tell that she's kind of yeah. starting to get attracted to him. Yeah. Now. She's very subtle. How do we... um? How do we feel about Freddie Prinze Jr.? Um, he's serviceable. Yeah, like he's he's very one note to me in this. Like from the moment you see him to the end, I mean, he he can kind of hit all the beats, but you can tell that he's he's I don't want to say he's coasting on his looks because he's a fine actor. But if if that acting ability were in well my body per se, yeah, uh, I would not be starring in She's no. All That too. Electric I, Boogaloo. I think <laughs> I think that. I don't know if he's even still got the looks. Like I, I haven't seen. He's Freddie. got the look. He's got the look. Let's I haven't seen out. Freddie Prince Jr. in a while. He's he's a good looking dude in this movie. There he is. I don't believe that he could whip a couple of guys' asses in the cafeteria. No, uh, he's tall. He looks like he weighs about a bucko too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very So I feel like the Shermanator and his friend, if they rushed him at the same time, could yeah. totally take him instead of eating their own pubes. Uh, he's forty years old. No. Yeah, yeah, he's forty years old. Sounds about right. So, yeah, uh, but I thought he was okay. I uh, I had a hard time watching him in this movie again and not thinking of Chris Evans <laughs> as Jake Weiler because they're very similar. Yeah. Like, and in fact, when you watch another teen movie, like you're gonna see, like they totally made up Chris Evans to look just like him. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, and they oh, did a great wait. job, dude. I can't. Like, that's one of those movies. Like, we really need to all just get together and watch that fucking movie. All right, um, because it's kind of fucking amazing. Uh, Watch me hate it. I'll probably hate I it. I did. No, I think you're going to like it. I um, I thought he was okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that she outshone him. Absolutely. As far as the performances She's go. much better than him. Uh, I thought Paul Walker was usually in movies that I see him in. He surprises me. I'm like, oh, wow. Paul Walker wasn't bad in this. I thought Paul Walker was kind of unremarkable. This is one of his, his first films. And he's kind of doing like a like a meathead uh, surfer kind of uh, uh, character. Uh-huh. Which I, I don't I think of him more from the Fast and Furious yeah. uh, films where he's well he's kind of a meathead. I thought I thought the strongest movie. male performance in this movie came from Kieran Culkin. Oh god! Like I liked him the most in this movie. <laughs> he is funny. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought Rachel Lee Cook was really good. I I told Sarah I was very surprised that I enjoyed watching this movie. Yeah, like, I you're not gonna find me like, dude. Uh, we got no. some downtime, but for what she's it is, all that. Let's well, throw that in. Listen, I mean. If would you show this to your daughter? Like, were she Eventually, interested in seeing yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, nothing I really offensive about I it. I think there's like one fuck in this movie. Yeah, she uh-huh. earns it too. Yeah, she I'm does. a fucking bet. Yep, that's the line. There's it was something really, is really good. I'm paraphrasing. No, no, I think that's that's kind of what it was. Uh, but yeah, no, I I thought it was fairly harmless. Yeah, it's not bad. So, do you have any other notes on this? C plus. C. I think that's. You know, I'd, I'd give it a B minus. B minus, maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other notes on it? Nope. Okay. So, what did she's all that do right? Yeah, I think it's got a great cast. Again, you can see, you can tell from watching this, like all the talent that was here and and the things that they've gone on to do, with the exception of Taylor, 
Um, but everybody else, even these little bit parts, you know, like Dooley Hill and uh, Foggy Nelson from uh, Daredevil. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, really good cast. Everybody's doing their thing. Anna, pa- Anna Paquin. Uh, maybe not so much Usher. But uh, when, when, when <laughs> you get... just a, hanging out behind a turntable. Pretty much. The entire time. But uh, yeah, good cast in this film. Okay. Um, what I think she's all did... She's all did... Done that? She, she all, that's oh the my sequel. God. She's, all, she's all did. She's all done. <laughs> she's all done. Uh, what I think she's all that did right is <laughs> I think that some of the writing was... It was fresh for its time. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Uh, it, it's it's a fun movie to watch. I think that that comes through with some of the dialogue, some of the uh, situations. But I think kind of to jump off of what you're saying, mm-hmm. uh, I think that what sold this movie for me was how believable Lainey Boggs was. Yeah, I she's think the, the anchor. She's totally anchors this movie. I think that she's very. She comes across very genuine, mm-hmm. very sweet without being too saccharine. I do agree that she suffers from not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's tough to be an infallible character, but still be relatable. Mm-hmm. And I think she pulls that off and you know you credit the writing with that but i also credit the performance of rachel lee cook mm-hmm. what did she's all that do wrong uh i think it was a, I, its biggest sin is that it wasn't very ambitious mm-hmm. it wasn't trying to do anything new with this type of story it was just a this is an updated retelling of of my fair lady basically yeah. um we've seen it before it's it's sitcom material this isn't like feature length material and and I, I like my well. You uh, you mentioned you evoked, if you will, Mean Girls earlier, yeah. uh, which I was revisiting over the weekend. It was showing on cable, and damn, that's a great movie. And not only a fun high school movie, uh, but really had something to say. It had something to say. It wasn't without its faults either. But yeah, I, I I got I don't you. know, man. I love that film. I love it a lot. Oh, I love it too. I don't know it, that there's a lot of faults in it. What would you? How would you fault it? Do we need to do an episode on? We it? We might have to. Oh, I, I, I think love it, Mean Girls. I think it's it's got some faults to it. It's got a little Interesting. bit. Interesting. Yeah, I'm adding that to the list. I don't. Because... I don't. I don't think. Uh, what's her name? Lindsay Lohan's evolution in that movie from being a mean girl and like then kind of coming back from it. Yeah. I don't think it's quite as subtle as we'd like to think that it is. No, no, it's not. But you kind of have to... I, I like that you see her get caught up in that world and then it has to kind of be brought down when she sees the right. the, the gravity that her actions entail. What helps is... And the thing is, they stop doing this about halfway through the movie is like she compares it to what her life was in Africa and comparing it to like watching the wildlife in Africa and stuff, mm-hmm. and you get to see some of that reflected in the society there at school. And it seems like that kind of drops off it about did halfway through it. the movie. Yeah, it became more about that, the burn book. I think that's good. I think that was like I think that was a good device that I wish would have stuck around. A little Interesting. Bit. Like um, all right, what I think this movie did wrong uh, is the lack of, at least for like the first. I, I, man, I don't even know. I think it's kind of throughout the entire wow. movie. It's kind of a, a lack of a singular focus. Uh, we've got too many conflicts going on that don't pay off. Too many conflicts. Oh, Jesus too Christ. I walk in here conflicts. and you've got one thing in your head and you bring it out like 28 <laughs> times. Um, no, but we've got like this whole drama about like what's Zach going to do yeah. and Zach's father and I don't want your life. and <laughs> like Okay, that went nowhere. So why did that exist? Exactly. And if you're going to have that scene, then commit to that scene where, you know, Zach comes in. He's like, Dad, stop trying to live life through me. You know, you come home, you're always pissed off. 
Well, dude, I come home and I'm always pissed <laughs> off. It's true. But it has nothing to do with Sarah. It has nothing to do with the baby. It's adulting. It's adulting. It's the fact that, you know, I went from for the past 10, 15 years working kind of a slacker ass job where I was on the air. I could sit around, surf the internet the entire time. Now you're you know, expected to now perform. Now I have to perform. I have to get things done. And I get stressed the fuck out. That's just part. Of, and I think his dad even says that. He's like, it's just part of growing up. Mm-hmm. You have to make decisions. Uh, and, and the thing is, I sat there going, in 99, would I have been like, fuck this father? But now am I like, dude, fuck this kid. This guy's yeah. got he's got a point. Like, you've got to make some choices. So I feel like if you're going to have this, build up the tension between him and his dad. Right. Because you could have had a really touching scene make at that moment where he's theme. like, that's not what I'm trying to do. Right. You have to, and like, have that, see, that sit down scene. Because what I, I'm like screaming at the screen, sit down and talk to him. Yeah. Sit down and have this moment. I don't want you to make the mistakes yeah, I made. I don't want you to make these mistakes that I made. I believe in you, son. I think you're so... I was never the top five GPAs right. in my school. You have all the opportunity in front of you. you got opportunities. you got so much talent. I just wish you would see it and take advantage of it. You know, just to have a really good moment, a genuine scene between father and son was something that I feel like this movie could have used instead of having that Kevin Pollack moment, which was nice and it was sweet. It was fine. But she's already kind of an infallible character. And we never really got that that sense of her at all where it's like she's putting aside her childhood Mm -hmm. to help parent. We never really see that. Exactly. So... It's that having your wanting to have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you needed to trim that down. We didn't need so much of this. We needed a little bit more of a singular focus, Mister Shyamalan. <laughs> Try not to fucking muddy the waters, asshole. Um, all right. So if uh, I, I guess I would recommend people watch this sure. movie. I, I well, think I mean, if you grew up with it, I don't know that. It, again, I would watch Mean Girls before I watch this again because I think that's a, a superior film. Uh, but it's it's inoffensive and it's it's for its time. I think it's better than Clueless, maybe. I'd, I'd put it like this. I wouldn't mind somebody watching this and saying, hey, watch this movie, and you can kind of see where Mean Girls comes from. That's true. You know, true. The, you see the origins in this. Um, all right. So if we were to remake She's All That today. And by the way, the Weinsteins uh, have announced that uh, they are, as of April 2015, they are going to be remaking She's All That. She's still that. I don't know what they would call it. She's still that. Whatever kids are saying nowadays. <laughs> she's the bomb. She's nobody the bomb, says that the anymore. bomb diggity. <laughs> well, and to be fair, like nobody was saying she's all that when this movie finally came. It was out. probably it was past. It its was prime, start, wasn't Yeah, it? it was it was prime. <laughs> <laughs> but prime. <laughs> Don't argue with me, motherfucker. <laughs> all right. So if we were going to remake, she's all that today. How would we do it? Do you Damn, have and do you have any I kind of a theme or anything? Cast of thousands. I don't have a theme. I just got a bunch of kids. You got a bunch of kids? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I had a bunch and then I kind of whittled it down. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, how about I I have uh, probably almost double that. So okay, you, you just, want me to go over my list and you jump in yeah, when you have I'll one? I'll jump in when I have one. Nice. Do you have the Anna Paquin character? Um Mackenzie Siler. Mackenzie. Yes, I do. Uh, I went with Glowy Glowy Grace. Glowy Grace. Glowy Grace. Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, kind of quirky. Because uh Anna Paquin had an accent that she had a hard time covering up. That was weird, wasn't it? I thought I would go with another person who has an accent. Kevin Costner. Uh, Emojean Poots. Oh, inter- does she Oh, that's right cuz she's a uh, British. She, she, British. We noticed that in Fright Night. She's English. Charlie! 
Charlie bit me. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. Uh, I went with... Uh, uh, you, you, yeah, you ready? Here we go. Yeah, Here I'm we ready. Go. go for it. Tamara Mello is the actress's name. She's the uh, Hispanic, uh, one of the friends, one of Taylor's friends. And there's like her little harem. It's her uh-huh. and Gabrielle Union. Yeah. So, she's so the, you're talking about the other one. The short-haired Hispanic one. I went with Selena Gomez. That's pretty good. I didn't cast that one. All right. Gabrielle Union, did you do her? I did not cast well, her. Well, I went with Lupita Lep- Lep- Nyong'o. Uh, yeah, Maz Kanata. Maz Kanata. Thank you. I couldn't think of her name there for a second. That is a long story for another time. <laughs> no, that's the story we want to hear, that's motherfucker. We want to know this story. Let's stop down and figure out you find this fu- thing. You know that um, in the original <laughs> script, this the scene where we pan down from space. This was this is confirmed that it was supposed to be. It was going to be Luke's severed hand holding the lightsaber. We're talking about uh, Force Awakens from Bespin. Yeah. To which I'm like, how did it, how would it have gotten in space? Like that is a interesting story. I want to know. Cloud City, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it would fall. It, it, Where would it fall to? Because it's a well, gas planet. Yeah, but there's obviously gravity. Bespin's a gas planet. But so, but but there's still a center of gravity. Even though is it's there? not a it's fully an artificial formed, gravity. Well, on on what Cloud if the City? Empire obliterated Cloud City after Lando left? Uh, oh, that's sad. I know, right? right? And he just got shot out into space. Lo- Lobot, the I head of Lobot, that. is just flying out. In space. <laughs> <laughs> like like Unicron. Like you, yeah. <laughs> Lobots in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. That is fantastic. Wow, I I need to I need to Photoshop that because now the image in my head is hilarious. Just <laughs> rotating head. <laughs> Okay. Uh, next on my list is uh, Dule Hill is the actor's name. He He's played the, Preston. The black friend. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with John Boyega, keeping this Star Wars theme alive. Pretty good. I, I cast Kevin Hart. Because <laughs> he's about as tall as I supposed oh, to. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. starting to look. I old. went all over the place with ages here. All right, that's fine. It's hard to do, kids. Uh, Elden. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> let me rephrase that. How difficult is it, Joel? Scratch that. Uh, Elden Henson, who is Foggy Nelson from Daredevil, uh-huh. the fat Played friend, Jesse Jackson. That's right. I'm sorry, Jesse Jackson. Ooh. I am for real. I remember the, uh, an actor named, you may not know him by uh, his name, Dane DeHaan. Yeah, he's in Spider-Man. He's in Spider-Man. Amazing he was Spider-Man in too. Chronicle. Yeah, uh, he's a, and he's in a uh, Metallica movie. Um, what? Yeah, Through the Never. Uh, it's it's a Metallica concert film, but ha- has a story as well. Oh, interesting. He plays this roadie. <laughs> yes, you told me about that. Deli- it's pretty fucking good. I remember you telling me that. That was before Chronicle, wasn't yeah, it? That's yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, as okay, so Dane DeHaan. Well, hold on. Speaking as, of Metallica, you hear they got a new album coming out. Yeah, they did. That, that new single? song is pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm getting a little, maybe I'm getting old, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you don't have to say fuck. Like you don't. Oh, right. You really have to like in a prominent part, like in the song. You don't have to, you don't have to say fuck so much. Yeah, it seems a little juvenile. I like it. It feels like classic Metallica. Yes, like it I've does. liked these these past couple albums they've put out. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's still not as like catchy. It's. If and you, maybe that's because I'm older now, and I'm like, I like yeah, the old stuff. Yeah, I do too. But like, if you like their sound, their sound hasn't really changed. No, right? And You're it's, getting more of the same. It's pretty reliable. It's a, it's a good tune. It's a good hard Metallica. It's got tune. a good dance. You can beat to it. Be, yeah, you can beat, beat to it. Beat. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna beat to it? <laughs> it's got a good beat. You can dance to it. Wow, Freudian slip. Thank much. you, thank you, Mr. Pritchard, or whatever his name was in that movie. Paul Walker. Uh, no wait, I haven't. I haven't given you my Jesse Jackson recast. <laughs> okay. I cast Eric Stone Street from, from <laughs> Modern Family. Family. <laughs> the uh, uh, yeah, that uh, is funny. Yeah, yeah. the over overweight guy. All right, uh-huh. here we go. Paul Walker. 
Uh, I That's went with Dean. The, His name is Dean. 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 Went with the Tom Felton, aka Draco Malfoy, yes. from the Harry Potter films. That's a good cast for that. Yeah, thanks, man. Because he kind of ends up being a dick. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, a I dick am, sandwich. I. Uh, <laughs> Who wants a dick sandwich? In fact, that's what we're going to give away on the editing bay. Who wants a dick sandwich? The 100 Twitter follower. (laughs) They're like, no, no. Mm. We're going to lose followers. Exactly. Unfollow, unfollow. (laughs) Someone's going to be like, I don't want to be the 100th. Okay, so my Dean, I cast, uh, you might know him from Kick-Ass. You might know him from the new, the last two X-Men movies playing Quicksilver. Ah. I went with Evan Peters. Yeah, I love that guy. Mm -hmm. Nicely done. He's never really played an asshole before, has he? Not really. Not that I can think of. Yeah, this would be a nice turn for him. Unless you think Quicksilver's kind of an asshole. He kind of is in in that first... He's he's mischievous. ...in Days of Future Past. Mischievous. Yeah, there you go. Kiernan Culkin. Uh, Wallace. Simon. Simon Boggs. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I went with uh, an actor named uh, Nolan Gould, and uh, he plays uh, Luke from Modern Family. That little kid. Yeah. I say little, but he's like in his teens. He's so fucking funny, man. He's great. He's so funny. Like I think I told you, Sarah got me in in a Modern Family again. Another show I got into late. Great show. Fucking everybody in that show is top fucking notch. Yeah. However, um, Ariel Uh-oh. Winter, she's, she's going the... a little Lindsay Lohan on social media. Oh no! I don't know if What's you've happening? seen. Like, no. She's constantly wearing like her ass hanging out of the bottom shorts. She can't and, be wearing like that. showing stuff off, and I'm like. You need to stop that. Oh, it's too bad. Because she's really talented. Like I love Alex Dunphy and I'm like you're so you're so smart, you're so funny and then I see this stuff like she's totally not that person. Yeah, she's acting out. Yeah. She's going, do you remember what the teen years were like? You don't want to be you don't want to be uh, put in a corner. You, know, you don't want to be peg-holed. But then I look at like actors like Elijah Wood who never really went through that. Like we never saw Elijah Wood melt down. That's true. Like but he's he, always kind of kept his cool. You like, know why though? I don't know. Because be- marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly, but I think he kind of eased into his uh, stardom. Yeah, he wasn't like on a, a breakout hit show when he was young, right? And America watched him grow I up. I guess that's he true. He had bit parts in Back to the Future too. Yeah, and, uh, but then he did like some significant movies. You know, he, he was in The War with Kevin Costner. Yeah, but by that point he was and much then older. North with oh, Bruce Willis. North, that's yeah. right. So he had yeah, but he was never really the things. star. He was in The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, he was. Oh, fucking creepy as Dude, shit. I loved that movie for the longest time because it's the movie where Macaulay Culkin dies. Dies, yeah. I and then My Girl did. came along and I was like, yeah, we've got two of these now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Kevin Pollack. Yes. Now, wait, did you do your Kiernan Culkin? I did not. No, okay. I didn't. Re- and I didn't cast uh, Kevin Pollock. Oh, well, then I'll uh, just knock it out. And uh, we're going to do Eugene Levy in that role since. Oh, my God. That's the role Go that American he always pie. plays. Nice. The, uh, the awkward father. Okay. And now tell me you did Matthew Lillard. I did Brock Hudson? Of Hell course. yes. Uh, well, my Brock Hudson is uh, Dave Franco. That's pretty I recast good. him a lot, but I think he'd be doing that. I didn't just cast an actor mm-hmm. for Brock Hudson. I cast a character that this actor has played before. <laughs> okay. I would like Brock Hudson to be played by Lucas Lee from oh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, nice. So Chris He's, Evans as Lucas Lee playing Brock Hudson. He seems nice. It's <laughs> actually hilarious. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Jody Lynn O'Keefe. Who plays Taylor, the hot girlfriend? Yes. Who uh, nobody's heard of that actress since. Uh-huh. She's done some bit parts. That's unfair of me. Uh, but how about Megan Fox in that role? That's not bad. Uh, I I stuck to this uh, Modern Family thing that we've been doing. Oh, <laughs> I went with Sarah Highland. Yeah, as she's good. Character. She's, she's tiny. She's tiny. Mm-hmm. She's a good-looking chick. Mm-hmm. I think she could still play that age. Like we, we could still be convinced. I mean, we, we're casting thirty-year-olds constantly to play teenagers. Eh. So why not? Yeah. Then yeah, she could she could be bitchy, right? Yes. And then finally, we're at our final two. Final two. Uh, I'm going to do Freddie Prince Jr. first. 
Uh, and I'm going to go with an actor um, whose name you may not recognize, but I loved him in uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the, uh, uh, yes. the TV show. F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Decker is Thomas that guy's Decker. name. I know Thomas Decker. I can't remember what he's done. I don't know he what he's done John since. He John Connor in yes, uh, the, of course. the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah, he's fucking fantastic, too. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. Starring Cersei Lannister. Who? Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. Oh, Nina Headley. Yeah, Nina Lena Headley. Lena Headley. Yeah, I love her. She's fantastic. She's, yeah, she's really good. Uh, for my Zach Siler, mm-hmm. I went with another Zach. Zach Efron. Yeah, yep. I thought good about looking it. Good looking dude. Funny. I thought about smart. it. Smart. I yep. think that uh, I think he'd do a good that job. That's the obvious choice. And and what are the chances that like when Miramax does it? Or, and Joel, uh, I'm nothing if not obvious. <laughs> but like if, if this film really does get made, don't think that his name isn't being bantied about. Yes. Or is he getting too old for that now? Bantied. No, dude. I think he's... After watching Dave and Mike... That's I think, true. I think he's still, he could still pull this off. Yeah, I believe so. And finally, uh, the star, in my opinion, of yes. this film, Rachel the, Lee Cook. The, the titular she. Mm-hmm. She is who, all that. Who is all that. Um, and... Uh, Gosh, the fact that that's where we got the title from is the rap that they say in that they sing in the school. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, she's all that. Uh-huh. Like, oh, there's you... the title. I love it when they did that. Assholes. They had to make sure to say the name of the film. Uh, so Rachel Lee Cook is kind of uh, she's tiny. She's gangly, uh-huh. right? Would you say she's kind of? I, uh, I wouldn't say gangly. I mean, not gangly because she doesn't Jesus, have long limbs. You make her sound limbs. like she's Slender Man. No, <laughs> <laughs> she will kill you in a forest. <laughs> No, but she, um, she, she, you know, she's not poised, right? She's she's the antithesis she's of poison. The poison, <laughs> p- 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 poison. Thanks, Usher. Um, <laughs> I know it's not. I'm just saying, he's in this that film. That was new it's kids on the block. No, <laughs> no. <it wasn't. laughs> was, was that Belle Biv DeVoe? Yes. Yeah. ABC, BBD, the East Coast family. <laughs> Never skipped a beat. No. So while cruising down South Street, jet black bands, plenty of friends, <laughs> and all the fillish steaks you can eat. <laughs> Sorry, I love that fucking song. So we were talking about Gilmore Girls earlier. Yes. And I can't help watching this movie without thinking Alexis about Rory Gilmore. Bledel? Alexis Bledel wearing her traveling pants. Wow. Uh, as Rachel Lee Cook. Wow, that's that's I bet she she was in Sin City. I think that's the last thing I've mm-hmm. seen her in. And she's Sin another City. actress who who still kind of perpetually is is a high school student, you know that's what I mean? Bad. Her mannerisms. I I, uh, her. I I think I went with kind of an easy out. Uh my Laney Boggs would be Emma Roberts. Oh, nice! Yep. Oh, I love her. She's so, great. I think that you could you could put glasses on her. I thought for sure you were going to go like Zoe Deschanel. No, since age is not a she thing. She would for never. You. She would never take her glasses off. That's true. Yeah, I love Zoe Deschanel. I wonder how far along she is. I now. Love hate. Oh, she preggers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's been. Yeah, she's preggers. Who? Who? Who's the baby daddy? Me. Oh. No, no. I don't know. I have no idea. Can I smell your dick sandwich? Maybe, it's, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Maybe uh, we should test all of the guys that are on the new girl. And oh. if a show's been going for five seasons, mm-hmm. how long do you keep calling she it the new? new girl? Yeah, exactly. For she's the uh, <laughs> no longer new. Yesterday's new girl, just the girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like season three, you call her the girl, and then it's like then she becomes oh, the lady. Yeah, that old bullshit is like season five. Um, yeah, okay. Who's uh, who's directing? I did yours? not have a director. I, I just picked Kevin Smith. Oh, interesting. Like, you know, Ensemble just, cast. I'll just do Kevin Smith with this. It seems like the kind of movie where he could just set the camera down and just be like. Act. Yep. Go, go do, your, do your thing. I think if anything, I've got to like throw Jason Mewes in there as uh, the Shermanator. As he's, like, he's putting his pubes on people. Yes. Maybe Shannon Doherty is like the Sarah Michelle Gellar Oh, that'd role. be perfect. We throw some of his usual cameos in there. Like, yeah, Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah, Ben Affleck could be like the, the art teacher. No, he's, he's the Paul Walker. <laughs> he's the Paul Walker. Right? No. Oh, you're doing, I, oh, I, you're doing like the next generation. I'm just throwing that in. Yeah. I see dun, what you're doing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 
Da, 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 da. You know, I just thought about another thing about this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know we tend to get to this point. And it's like, okay, no, we don't talk about it anymore. Um, Fight Club? What the fuck? When Paul Walker's like, just do you go into like the men's room and brag about all the sex you're about to have? Right. <laughs> do, you, do you do that? I also don't announce the room number of the room <laughs> guys, that I've... Guys, room 409. 409, in case you missed it. History's my favorite cleaning product. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> obviously, yeah, all these dudes are like... um. Okay. Thanks for that. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Don't care. Good luck with your dick sandwich. <laughs> I enjoy your dick sandwich. But then like I think I'm just gonna name this episode Dick, the sandwich, dick sandwich. Then he leaves and like then we see Jesse like comes out and he's like yep. <laughs> I gotta go find her. And he like goes and he finds yeah, Anna Paquin and Anna Paquin's like, What? We've gotta find Zach. Mm-hmm. And they go down and he's like <laughs> Yeah, fat kid is out of breath. <laughs> like, can you fucking seriously? Can you just get it out? But like when he starts coming downstairs, Paul Walker sees Jesse coming mm-hmm. and he's well, arriving. <laughs> he sees him arriving. He sees him rushing down the stairs and he's like, Uh uh, hey, what do you say we get out of here? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, like All right. He didn't know that Jesse was in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had, no, right. he had no clue. Why does he think that Why he's was running he rushing for him? Out? Yeah. That's a good point. So that, that bothered me mm. about this. Uh, all right. So if you've got any thoughts about our recasting, if you've got any thoughts about what we've had to say about this movie, if you have your own thoughts of things that we haven't even touched on when it comes to She's All That, go ahead and tell us about it on our Facebook page in the search bar. On Facebook, put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up that woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that link. That's going to take you to our page. That's where you could talk back to us. Let us know your thoughts. If there's a movie you'd like for us to talk about in the future, go ahead and put that down. Uh, and you can also sign up to be a part of this contest oh, yes. that we're doing now. Every episode, yeah. we are doing a game called Russell or Wayne. I love it. Where uh, we take somebody who signs up. Usually, I'm like, I'll, I'll solicit uh, in the middle of the week and be like, hey, if you want to play Russell or Wayne, go ahead and, and PM us and we'll pick a name out of a hat. And uh, and then whoever we pick, Joel will basically be your avatar here. I'm playing for on, you. On the, on the show. And he will choose whether this quote is Kurt Russell or John Wayne. And we are going to give away prizes mm-hmm. for this thing. So we're going to do the first official uh, edition of Russell or Wayne. We need like a theme song, a little bumper or something <laughs> to put in here. What the hell would we use? It's we like, need to get somebody to just do like compose a song. Hey, if you if you've got musical talent, ooh. come up with a theme song, like a 10, 15 second theme song. I'd say five for Russell or Wayne. More of a stinger. Uh, okay, <laughs> whatever. Do whatever it's Joel like, wants you to Russell do. Russell or Wayne. <laughs> oh my god! There, there. So it is. the point of the game is. Um, we found out early on that my Kurt Russell voice sounds like a John Wayne voice. Yes. Or my John Wayne voice sounds like Kurt Russell. I think Kurt Russell's voice sounds That's, like a John Wayne voice. Well, there you the go. Yeah. Uh, and so now the, the point of the game is Joel has to figure out, mm-hmm. based on just the quote and how I deliver it. Oh, it's a lot of pressure. What actor it was and bonus points Ooh. if he could pick what movie it was from oh um, no chance in hell so here we go uh, we Ooh, are what? playing for Michael Daly hey Michael Michael Daly long time listener of the show yeah he is contributor uh, Michael we are playing today for your own DVD copy oh of She's All That that's right sitting yes. right here in front of us I'll take a picture of it so it's, you have proof it's the copy that we watched well, you did anyway. I actually paid for this uh, via iTunes. I'll did have you, you really? Know. So, mm-hmm. so sure you did. own it forever. Uh, and well, we, no, it was a rental. We should get. Um, should I point to her her boobies? Yeah. Well, her her weird boobs. Say what? There's a glare. He, he right? even says, no, he's like, she's got weird boobs. He says, uh, she she's got bobos. She's got. She's all that. Calls them bobos. Um. Yeah. Michael Daly, you could win this DVD copy. <laughs> and we're saying she's all that. If quotes. Joel Bernson mm-hmm. can me. figure out if it's Russell okay. or Wayne. There we go. 
And the quote. Mm. I'm proud of you. All of you. Every man wants his children to be better than he was. And you are. Mm. Is it Kurt Russell <laughs> Thanks. or John Wayne? Got it. Got it, Joe. God damn. Uh, one more time. One more time. I can't give it to you twice. Why not? All right, here we go. This you is the only to do time. the impersonation. Only okay. Uh, okay, I won't do the impersonation. Just read it. I'm proud of you. All of you. All of you. Every man oh. wants his children oh. to be better oh. than he was. Oh. You are. I know it. It's John Wayne, and it's the Cowboys. You got both. What? You got both. Yes, Congratulations. That's, that's the one where it's that's the little it? kids. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Good oh. job. Michael Daly, you've just won a copy I of did it for you, buddy. All That. On DVD, we're going to have to throw in a little something extra, too, because you got the movie. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> guys. If you want to be a part of Russell or Wayne, just PM us. PM us your name and just be like, I want to be a part of Russell or Wayne, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll get you your name in the hat. Uh, all right, so what are we going to do next week? That's a great question, Joe. Why don't you set us up, buddy? Well, I know you're going to be out working, so we're going to miss a week, probably, probably. maybe. We might have a short... if. if if Sarah's up for talking about this, uh, this other movie, mm-hmm. uh, we might have a quick cut for next week. Mm-hmm. Nothing really long. Uh, hey, that that describes me to a T. <laughs> dick sandwich. <laughs> now it's kind of like more of a dick martini, like a, 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 dick, <laughs> a dick, a dick finger sandwich, a dick finger. <laughs> That's a dick fingers. Dick finger sandwich. Uh, no, so uh, so I guess you know. Dick finger. It's celebrating oh, its twentieth anniversary. Oh. Uh, I think it would be pretty fun. Oh. If we talked about. Bad Boys. We oh. brought it up like a couple times on the podcast. Has it been 20 years? It's 20 years since the first Bad Boys Another movie. Another Michael Bay film. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith. Ma- Will Smith's yeah. getting all, you know, popularity and stuff. Oh, not really popularity, but a lot of talk because of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saying like, hey, Suicide Squad, his character's great. Put him in the other DC movies, but the rest of it's like a dumpster fire. Yeah, um, Margot Robbie. I think people like Harley Quinn as well, right? <laughs> Harley Quinn is played by Margot Robbie. <laughs> because Simba's mom was named Sarabi. Oh! oh. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'd like to talk about Bad Boys, Michael Bay. Let's bad do boys. it. There's plenty um, to talk about. Guys, if you get us on your Apple device, go ahead and go to your podcasting app and give us a five-star rating and review. All you got to do in that search bar function, put in the editing bay. That's going to bring up our show. Uh, go ahead and tap on that. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. Tell us what you like about the show. If you have any criticisms, go ahead and leave that. As long as it's a five-star criticism, I don't care. And we, all, we will read it, and we will try to take that to heart. But if it's something that we feel like we don't want to change or do, we'll just ignore it. Um, but if you don't have an Apple device, you get us in your Android, you could still search the iTunes library and find us by using the Podcast Addict and the Podcast Republic apps. Um, we've also got a website. Sure do. It is editingbay.com. You can go there and find uh, links to all of our, uh, all things Editing Bay. We've got a link right back to our Facebook page there. We also have a link to our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please go there and, and follow us. We we had uh, such success with getting to 100 followers, and now we're going for 200. So we're already up to like 116, 117. That's awesome. And uh, every time I announce it, we just get a boost. Yeah. So, uh, so boost it on up there. You can be 200th and uh, you can win who knows what. A but dick it'll be sandwich. Some sort of fabulous <laughs> bro. So get on Snapchat and wait for Joe to <laughs> send you that. Uh, um, no, so uh, at the editing bay and then editingbay.com. Okay. okay, very cool. I think I did all that in reverse. <laughs> all of our plugs that we usually do. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, all right, Jeff, thank you so much, sir, yeah, as always. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank bad boys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.